1: Hey everyone, welcome to Round Ball Stew. I am Matt Straup. It is Monday, November 15th, and today we will be looking at some fantasy takeaways from the weekend as we get into week five. We will talk some injuries to big-name players, including Damian Lillard, some updates on LeBron James and other injured players, waiver wire pickups to consider at the start of the week, and much more as I'm joined by Steve Alexander. Steve, how was your weekend? How is the start of your week so far? Well, we're off to it just tremendous start to the week Matt it's been a
2: it's been an incredible morning Monday morning uh I'm I'm back in the attic feeling a little more comfortable back in my back in yeah. my element but yeah the weekend weekend was good football's weird basketball was fun I, I won mm-hmm. almost I think mm-hmm. I won all my games except having some huge problems with my uh 30, 30 deep team having Zion Williamson and Chris Middleton on that team is not working out very well.
1: Are you, are you now that league has introduced relegation? Are you at risk of being relegated out of the league to a, to a lower league next year?
2: Uh, you know, we're, I'm going that's a good question because I am the founder of that league. I'm also right. a former champion. I don't know. I'm also, I mean, not to, not to brag, but I mean, I'm, I'm Dr. A. Uh I don't know that they can actually kick me out. Uh, no, I've, got, I've got a legal
1: team. I've got a legal team lined up. You may be right. I think there may have been something in the bylaws about founding members of the league cannot be relegated. So you may be immune <laughs> to the depths of relegation. So that's good news for you.
2: Well, if I'm if I don't you know, if it doesn't get any better, I might relegate myself. <laughs> Just take myself out. Yeah,
1: tough. Well, at least you're likely to get Middleton back. We think. Yeah. This week. It Wednesday,
2: appears. I believe, right?
1: Yes. But that is not where we plan to start this episode. We are going to start with the fact that Damian Lillard did not play on Sunday due to the abdominal injury that he's apparently been dealing with since the Olympics. The Blazers got destroyed without him, Steve. They lost 124-95 to to Denver. For starters, before we talk about some of the fallout and what we're doing, how concerned are you in leagues where you do or do not have Lillard?
2: I don't have him anywhere, so I'm I, <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> I'm fine. Everything is fine. Put try uh, to have
1: he, some empathy. Have some empathy. Put yourself in the mind of those who drafted him.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I can do that. And I I do uh, I am a little nervous for those folks and you know, this has been lingering around for a minute. We saw him grimacing last week during a game. I was surprised that he stayed in that game actually. The way he was the way he was grimacing and the way he was holding his his body I was like man that's an an ab strain and you don't play around with those like he needs to get off of it right now so it's apparently been around forever since the Olympics so I don't know man I I do know I picked up Anthony Simons in a couple leagues and that kid went off yeah in the start so I'm I'm pretty fired up about that I hopefully Lillard Lillard's a tough guy he doesn't miss a lot of time so hopefully he just takes a couple games off and is, is good to go but I don't know man.
1: Well, I mean, if you have Lillard, I think I think adding Simons is a pretty much a must right now. He's as we sit here only 23% rostered in Yahoo leagues, he had 16 points, 5 rebounds, 4 assists, a three-pointer and a block on Sunday in 28 minutes. He's not going to give you anything close to Damian Lillard numbers obviously. He's not going to come anywhere close in assists or anything like that, but he's at least you know, the low a low end kind of fill-in guy who who will have elevated value with no Lillard. So that to me is just the obvious no-brainer move right now for starters.
2: Well, I think you pick him up even if you don't have Lillard. You know, I mean, Simons is a hot pickup right now and they only play 3 3 times this week, but I'm kind of fired up that I have Anthony Simons on my team and another guy Nasir Little also looked really good the other night and he's going to get a lot of more uh a lot of stuff coming his way for every game that Lillard misses.
1: Yeah, L- Little is the next player that i wanted to actually talk about in portland um 13 points 14 rebounds two steals one block one three-pointer on friday then on sunday 13 points seven rebounds two steals one block three three three-pointers 28 and 29 minutes in those two games in his last five games steve he's got eight steals seven blocks last i checked he was 17 percent rostered in yahoo league I don't know. I mean, are they consistently going to give him minutes in the upper twenties? Is really the only question I have right now because it was basically a thirty-point loss on Sunday, but the game before that, he had minutes in the upper twenties. If he has minutes in the upper twenties, he's starting to look like a guy who can, you know, who who is going to be fantasy relevant. Yeah, I
2: I fully agree, especially right now. I mean, with this Lillard mystery hanging over his head, I I think those guys you've got to go pick them up if you can get them, and if Lillard misses ten days. You know you're gonna have two pretty good players coming in and helping your roster out for ten days. So if Lillard misses you know one or two games, he comes back and and you can maybe throw those guys back out there. But till we till we find out what's gonna happen with Lillard, you, you gotta go get those guys.
1: And for me with Nasir Little, I mean there's there's so little to lose here. I you know I talk about the question mark of. What's going to happen with his minutes? Will he get minutes in the upper 20s? I don't even think you necessarily have to answer that question right now. I think you just pick him up and see, see what happens in the coming games because a guy with this kind of steals and blocks upside doesn't pop up on the waiver wire all the time. So you pick him up now, ask questions later, and drop him two games from now if you're disappointed. There's
2: the headline. There's the headline on the 45-second the clip. You pick him up now and ask questions later. It's kind of long for a written headline, right? It's pretty good. Gold. Yeah. Fantasy Gold.
1: <laughs> okay, meanwhile in LA, we've gotten some very conflicting updates on LeBron James's ab strain. Speaking of ab strains in the last week or so. Last week, was the report that he was potentially out weeks, opposed to, as opposed to days. Then coach Frank Vogel called him day-to-day heading into Monday's game against the Bulls. Then more positive news, ESPN's Dave McMenamin on Monday, quote, he's he's quote progressing well and could be back soon. So it seems like things are actually trending in a very positive direction for LeBron all of a sudden, Steve.
2: Yes, it does seem that way. And I I don't think I was ever in the camp that believed he was going to miss a ton of time, but he has been out. How many games has he missed now? It feels like it's been a long time. Like five, six? I'm about to tell you. But, yeah, uh, the the reports are positive. If you've got him on your, your IL five games, no, you way. Got him on your, on your IL. You missed it. You missed one. Six games. Yeah, six games. If you got him on your injured list, be ready to move on that. I know a couple leagues I'm in. If you move a guy off the injury list today, you can't start him in, in your lineup until tomorrow. I am not a fan of that rule, but no. one of my main, one of my big leagues, that's the way it is. So, you, you know, I have to make a mental note on Chris Middleton to get him off that injured list on Tuesday so I can play him on Wednesday.
1: Man, that and that league has been in action since nineteen seventy five, Steve. That is Yeah. I, I remember I remember leagues like that in in the nineteen playing in leagues like that in the nineteen nineties when that was like a thing. You had to set your line up the day before. Yeah. It's pretty that's, brutal. Uh, that's the worst. <laughs> but yeah, it sounds like sounds like the Browns on his way back, which is awesome. In the meantime, though, I think You give a long look to Talon Horton Tucker, who made his season debut on Sunday, went for 17 points, four rebounds, a steal, a block, and a three-pointer in 27 minutes. You know, we can't get too excited about Talon Horton Tucker. I think I'd rather add Nasir Little right now, but just as like a short-term streamer type of deal, because we don't actually know, will LeBron even be back this week? I mean, that's still an open question. So, you know, you may get a few games out of THT before LeBron's back, and that was a very promising season debut. It was very promising. Lakers go 4 times this week and 4 times next week. So,
2: but I mean as soon as LeBron comes back, I think THT is is going to be trouble as far as fantasy goes. So, you know, if you can get a couple games out of him right now, go for it. He'd look great in his debut, played a lot of
1: minutes, started that game, I believe. Kind of exciting. Kind of exciting. I I, know, I don't know what to make of him in terms of fantasy. He seems like a guy who has his moments, but hasn't always fully capitalized on those opportunities. And then I remember last year picking him up and dropping him. And then I'd see him go off on the waiver wire. We need a more succinct name for the player who doesn't do it when he's on your roster, but goes off on the waiver wire. I guess maybe that's just called called annoying, but either way, I don't know. I don't know what to make of him, but I do think I have picked him up in at least one league, I guess. And yeah, it's worth a look.
2: Yeah, and then Alex Caruso started for the Bulls, right? I don't think he was on our list to talk about today, but I think Alex Caruso got a start over Javante Green in Chicago. If that sticks, he's going to be fun. He didn't play well in that game. He shot like one of seven or something really bad, but he had a bunch of steals. I think he had a block, and he's a good source of of points and threes and assists So and steals. So I think Caruso, if he's sitting out there in your league, you got to think about that too.
1: Yeah, he shot two for 11 in that game, but had seven points, nine rebounds, five assists, three steals, a block, and a three-pointer. And he has been an absolute steals machine this season, 2.5 of them per game for Caruso.
2: Yeah, and the Bulls go 4-4 the next two weeks. So,
1: so there. Okay, the Hawks beat the Bucks on Sunday, got a much needed win after a really brutal stretch, but they got some bad injury news on DeAndre Hunter. According to Shams Charania, he's having surgery on a tendon in his right in his right wrist, out potentially the next 2 months, potentially more. That is bad objectively for the Hawks and and frustrating for those of us who were trying to stay patient with Hunter through a rough start. I think in fantasy though, the clear move right now, Steve, is you run and take a look at Kevin Herter, who actually is only 28% rostered in Yahoo League. Started slow, had a 28-point game recently, and I think is set up fairly well now with Hunter out.
2: Yeah, I think him and Cam Reddish both are gonna get a big boost out of this. And actually, I mean I love the under Hunter, and I'm I feel bad that this happened, but it's almost you know, addition by subtraction. Like there, there were too many Hawks wings clogging everything up, especially yeah. fantasy wise. You know, you just couldn't rely on almost any of them. But now, like you said, Kevin Herter should have a clear path to consistent minutes and consistent production. You got Cam Reddish should get a big boost out of this. It probably helps Bogdan Bogdanovich out a little bit, may give Danilo Gallinari a little bit more run. But I think Herter is probably the first choice as far as Hunter replacement goes.
1: Yeah, nothing really exciting from Herter on Sunday in that win. 11.6 rebounds and I think a three-pointer, but... Playing time is going to be there, and we know by now what herders capable of more or less in fantasy league: a handful of assists, some threes, maybe maybe you know more than a steal per game. So, I think he's a guy who should and will be rostered in way more than twenty eight percent of Yahoo leagues in the coming days. I agree. <laughs> okay, one other injury note. Monty Williams has said that DeAndre Ayton getting his conditioning back will be key to his return from a leg injury, which as you shake your head, Steve, is sort of a non update, I would say. But I guess if I'm looking for a positive takeaway, if I want to read into that, maybe it implies we're not really talking about anything serious here, I guess sheds a little bit of light on the situation, potentially, Steve. What was your takeaway from hearing that non update of an update? I have no
2: idea. I have no idea what that means. I have no idea when we're going to see DeAndre Ayton back again. It makes me fine with keeping Frank Kaminsky in my lineups, which is crazy that that's even happening, but it is. It means JaVale McGee probably has a little bit of shelf life left. I I don't know, Matt. When, when do you think we see DeAndre Ayton again?
1: I mean, I would think in the next week or two, but I have no idea. There hasn't really been any—I'm guessing. We're all guessing, right? But, again, my, my only, if I have to manufacture a takeaway from that, I mean, if he's working on his conditioning, th- that's good news. It's not like he's been out that long, though. <laughs> I don't know. That's what's so weird about it. He's been out for, like, just over, well, for the better part of, like, 12, 13 days. He's played one time. So, it's, it's a little bit funny to me. It's not like he's been out months.
2: Well, apparently, he hasn't been able to move. He's been in a recliner in, in a recliner for ten straight days, hasn't walked, hasn't exercised. So he's gotta start from scratch, apparently.
1: Yeah, and apparently he was, I should note, quite active, according to our latest blurb at shoot around. So <laughs> you're just shaking your head. I, I think he's gonna be it, it seems it seems overall positive. It's kind of a weird update, but overall I think if you have Aiden, things are looking up.
2: Yeah, I, I think if I'm if you're playing in one of those ancient dinosaur Leagues where you have to set your lineup for the whole week. I don't think you can throw Aiton in there. I don't think you can throw LeBron in there. I don't think you can throw Lillard in there. So hopefully your league is uh, set your lineup one day at a time. And hopefully we get get a more clear answer on DeAndre Aiton. Hopefully by like Wednesday we know something.
1: Here's a question for you. Frank Kaminsky had that 31 point game. Okay. In the two games since then, he had eight points in twenty-seven minutes, blowout win. Next game, six points in twenty-three minutes, blowout win. You're you're sitting there, Kaminsky's forty percent rostered, you're looking at Nasir Little out there in your league. You've got Kaminsky, you're thinking, hmm, should I make this switch? Would you, Steve Alexander, make that switch right now? Drop Kaminsky at Nasir Little.
2: I don't I don't know because Portland only plays three games this week and three games next week. And Phoenix plays four, four. So for the extra game out of Kaminsky this week, you gotta hope, you gotta hope big Frank the tank has like one explosive game and then three crappy ones. And if that happens, I think you, I think you you're good with Kaminsky. If he doesn't have a one big game out of those four, then you're better off with little. I, I would take my chances with the extra game. I think.
1: I think I am going the other direction. I'm going to, in this hypothetical situation, I'm picking up Nasir Little. I'm, I've am i seen, I think I've seen, I, I feel like I know what Frank Kaminsky can do. And seeing him just cooling off a little bit makes me feel, I feel a little bit less excited when his last four games have gone 10, 31, 8, and 6 points. I'm starting to see which one is looking like the outlier to me. And it's that 31. So I'm not saying that this year little thing is going to work out well, but I think I would rather just roll the dice and see what happens. than uh, continue to chug along on the Frank Kaminsky express.
2: Well, I think it's, it's a valid question. It's a good question. I mean, it's kind of a, it's kind of a coin flip for me as to which, which of those two guys I want to have around. I think the easy answer is forget both of them and go get Anthony Simons.
0: Okay.
1: wanted to remind you to download the NBC Sports Predictor app powered by PointsBet and enter this week's free NBA pick and roll contest for a chance to win $50,000. This week, we are highlighting matchups between the Pacers and Pistons, Wizards and Hornets and Kings and Timberwolves. So if you don't have the Predictor app yet, download it now. Steve, we have some waiver wire leftovers coming up in a second here, but there's a couple more points I wanted to mention. We talked about this guy on Friday, and we did talk about him in a waiver wire context, but now he's up over the threshold where he's available in most leagues, I think he's almost 60% rostered in Yahoo. That is Lou Dort, who has started to catch what looks like one of those Lou Dort heaters, 20 or more points in three straight games, 23 points per game over those three, a steal per game, 2.33s, four games this week for Oklahoma City. Feels like Lou Dort, for better or for worse, is almost a, a must start in fantasy right now to see how long this lasts
2: but yeah and wasn't Baisley pretty bad in that last game like five points or something horrid yeah
1: he shot two for 13 i think maybe yeah
2: that that hurt but yeah lou dort's kind of on fire right now oklahoma city plays four times this week and yeah i mean he's he's probably not widely available in a bunch of leagues based on the percentage you said he was rostered but i know he's still available in a couple of my leagues and he probably won't be by the time the game starts tonight.
1: Because you will have picked him up. Somebody will have. I'm, it's going to be you. It might be me. It might be. It will it be might you. might be. Yeah. You and I are going to stay on here until you do it after this. Okay. okay. I'm down. I can go get him right now if, you, if I need to. Uh, no, I mean, I, I don't think we need to waste everyone's time with that. But I did, I did want to say this, okay. Steve. We joke about some of your draft picks occasionally around here, but – I just wanted to say to you that you really got it right on Tyrese Maxey. Uh, last week, 26 points per game, five rebounds, 4.3 dimes, a steal, a block, 2.83s. Now, granted, it's kind of been the perfect storm of Sixers being out. But, I mean, Tobias Harris is back, and he's still putting up numbers. So, I don't know. I just think uh, he's looking like one of the runaway great values of fantasy drafts. And just wanted to give you a little nod for taking him in approximately 37 leagues, as far as I can tell.
2: Yeah, thanks, man. And we also know that Ben Simmons is not – it does not look like that is going well as far as his time in Philly. So I I think the relationship is so damaged at this point. I can't – I really can't see Ben Simmons coming in and making a big impact. So hopefully I, that means Maxie's good to go this entire season. I did I did draft him in a bunch of leagues, and I think I've got him in in our – NBC Sports Edge Draft Show League, and that league is the one that was the one where I famously, yeah, what the, I went Luca, Lamelo, Michael Porter Jr., and even MPJ. though MP, MPJ yeah, one for three, is gone and didn't do anything while he was here, I'm in first place in that league, and I'm pretty psyched about it. And I've, a big reason for that is Lamelo, LaMelo Ball has uh, just been super fun everywhere
1: yes and you kind of led me to the other point I wanted to make which was would you have guessed that in mid-November Tyrese Maxey would be about 20 spots ahead of Luka in terms of nine category league rankings no I would not (laughs) I mean it's a little bit that's a little bit unfair again that's the you know Luka's shooting 68 percent from the free throw line with like four plus turnovers you take those you punt those two categories and He goes flying up the leaderboard. So,
2: yeah, the counting stats are all I really care about. I mean, I'm, I'm, I know, I know Luke is gonna gonna throttle me in percentages. It's just, it's just a fact. It's the way it is. I got to say, this sacrifice you got to (laughs) make.
1: This about Maxi quickly before we move on. I, it it was not really clear. Remember last year, he would he would occasionally go off when the Sixers were super shorthanded, and then he would kind of just go back to the bench. I don't think that the genie is going back in the bottle at this point. Look at Maxi's minute totals. The last six games, 45, 44, 39, 39, 40, 43. It appears that doc rivers is starting to really trust this guy and he's rewarding him and yeah, I'd be pumped if I had Maxi in, in a lot of leagues or any leagues. You know, we don't talk about minutes very often, but I mean, minutes is a really
2: important stat for fantasy and anytime I hear a guy getting 43 44 45 minutes like that is that is just it's gold gold Jerry but it is it's awesome like in Maxi is getting so much playing time and he's got the ball in his hands the entire time and it's just it's it's a beautiful thing man I'm really glad that I really glad I went all in on him
1: I mean, the Sixers have lost four in a row. If you want if I wanted to take a little bit of air out of that balloon. Did I say one or lost? They've lost four in a row is what I meant to say either way. Yeah. Exciting times if you drafted him, Steve, let's go to a few waiver wire leftovers. A few other guys who made some noise over the weekend who are widely available in fantasy leagues that we really didn't talk about on Friday. Number one, Bones Highland had a career high 18 points in the blowout win. Over the Blazers on Sunday, three boards, three assists, two steals, four threes. We were just talking about minutes, and that's really the only reason I'm not more enthusiastic about this guy. He did all of that in only 23 minutes, which is, on the one hand, good. On the one hand, a little bit of a sign for caution. 22, 21, and 23 minutes in his last three games. So where are you on Bones Highland?
2: You know, I haven't grabbed him anywhere just because... I you hear his name all the time. If you're on Twitter, Denver people love this kid and are fired up about him. He's got the coolest name in the league possibly. Anybody named Bones is is good with me. I'm intrigued by him. I I wouldn't have a problem with going out and picking him up, but I think you're pro- I think it's going to have to happen sooner than later because that breakout game he had, if he if he does that again, he's not going to be available anywhere. So it's probably time to act right now if you want Bones.
1: Interestingly, he, so he's 19% rostered in Yahoo. Monte Morris is only 31% rostered and just had a really good week himself. 11.8 points, four and a half boards, 4.3 dimes, 1.3 steals, 1.3 three-pointers in his four games last week. So I think if you're in a shallow enough league where both guys are available, I would pick up Monte Morris first. But in a deeper league, I'm I'm not opposed to adding Bones Highland and have done it. Uh, in at least a handful of leagues. You know, I also have
2: a bunch of Monty Morris for some reason, and I don't really know how that happened, but I think he was available later in drafts, and he's a starting point guard that puts up decent numbers, and it just seemed like like he and Kyle Lowry I feel like we're sitting out there late, and it was like, hey, free point guards over here. Come over here and get your free point guard.
1: Hey, Lowry, Lowry, the Lowry selection, I think, would oh yeah, he was going so late in in drafts. He's doing it again. I mean, he's he producing again when healthy. He's had a couple injury issues, but he's uh, he's doing Kyle Lowry things again. And as for Monte Morris, five assists, four assists, four assists, four assists. His last four games, he had three steals, fifteen points, seven rebounds, four dimes, and a three in that win on Sunday. So that's why you have Monte Morris on your roster, Steve. Yeah, right there. Okay, another point guard had a really good stat line on Saturday, Goran Dragic with Fred Van Vliet out, 16 points, five rebounds, three assists, two steals, two threes. He had not been in the rotation before Fred Van Vliet sat. So really this is only a situation where if we get an update on Fred Van Vliet on Monday or Tuesday that he's going to miss more time, then I think you run to look at Dragic, who is only 6% rostered in Yahoo.
2: Matt, do I need to put Dragic back in my 30 deep lineup? Because right now he's on the bench.
1: I think you need to wait and see what, if any word comes out on Freddy. Fred Van Vliet. Because, I mean, he might, he very easily goes back to the bench. He's been, he was playing zero minutes before that game. So you need some confirmation that Van Vliet's going to miss time.
2: Matt, I'm looking at the recent transactions in my rock and roll league right now. Yeah. Here's the, here's the names Bones Highland, Nasir Little. Bones Highland, Bones Highland was picked up, then he was dropped, then he was picked up. Anthony Simons and Jalen Brunson are the th- last five players that have been picked up.
1: Jalen Brunson has been consistently good. I'm kind of surprised he even got dropped. What if yeah I told what if I told you Steve that there was a guy who has 11 steals, four blocks, and eight three pointers in his last five games. He's only rostered in 18% of Yahoo leagues. Yes, that's right. It's your old friend, Dorian Finney Smith, four games this week. Can I get you excited? Can I sell you on this one? DFS.
2: Well, yeah, Dallas only had two games last week. So, so I think that's why Jalen Brunson was not on a roster. Ah. Uh, It's why Dorian Finney Smith probably was not on rosters. Although Jalen's a better, better option than DFS, obviously, but it, you know, I would not have guessed that DFS is doing what you just said he's doing. Uh, that's kind of exciting. And it is a four game week. Oh, Dallas had three games last week. They've got two games yeah. next week. That's what I'm, I'm screwed up on.
1: I did not tell you his points scored, though. I, I conveniently left that out. I only told you his three steals and blocks. His points have gone four, nine, six, five, and 15 in his last mm. five games.
3: Mm.
1: Minutes, minutes. The all-important minutes, 36, 30, 30, 29, 34. Okay. I don't know. I, I kind of like him. I mean, he's going to hurt you in points, but the rest of the stat line for the season, he's averaging 1.6 steals, 0. 0.8 blocks, 1.4 threes.
2: Interesting. Point yeah, I have four games. I'm, I'm good with it. I feel like my teams, my most of my teams are too good for me to have a player to drop to get dfs. I'm not I
1: I don't want to bra- I don't want to brag but I'm Dr. A and most of my teams are too good to, uh, to have anyone to drink. And you're not
2: kicking me out of this league. But no, most of my teams the the players at the bottom of my roster are guys I really don't want to cut. And yeah. So it makes it makes it hard. I, I mean I've I've dropped Joe Harris and I've dropped Luke Kennard recently but other than that the the players are too too good to go pick up a, a Dorian Finney Smith for the most part mm-hmm. for the most part
1: that's fair that's fair i either way i think that i'm going to start the campaign to get this guy on the mavs leadership council i think he's showing a lot and i think he deserves a seat i would like to be the on the mavs
2: leadership council do you think you can work on that
1: i was thinking i was thinking we need once we get our round ball stew just like standard shirts made and then we start to kind of get into like spin-off round ball stew gear uh we need like leadership a round ball council. stew
2: leadership council yeah we do sure. for sure I, I picture that with like a red white and blue yeah. basketball on it like man i'm looking at my 14 team league uh the worst players on my roster yeah and i think this is probably relevant to to what people have on their rosters DeAnthony melton Frank Kaminsky,
3: mm-hmm.
2: Derek mm-hmm. White, and that's really it. Like, those are my three choices. If I wanted to go pick up DFS, those are my three choices of who to drop. I'm not cutting Derek White, even though even though he's been terrible. No. I, I don't know what's going on there. Frank Kaminsky, I can, I can live with or without. So, I could see dropping Kaminsky for Dorian Finney-Smith.
1: It's a close call. In a 14-team league, I, I'd be maybe a little more inclined to – Wait on Kaminsky. I don't know. It's a close one. It's a close one. Finney Smith is sitting out there. He's available. Sit on it for a while. Marinate on it. I got one more name for he you. He is available. I got one more name for you. I yeah. I don't know if you've noticed, but one Killian Hayes has actually had a couple of notable games recently. First on Friday, five points, six rebounds, five assists, six steals. If you're into fives and sixes. Then on Saturday, he had thirteen points, seven rebounds, ten dimes with three three-pointers. This is a guy who's been pretty much unusable in fantasy up to this point, but we also know it is a point guard who went really early in the draft who is getting consistently plenty of playing time, close to 30 minutes, just 17% rostered, four-game Pistons week. I'm not saying I'm all in on Killian Hayes or anything like that, but this is, at the very worst, a guy whose box score I'm watching pretty closely on Monday.
2: Yeah, I think that is that is where I'm at. I am with this conversation because I, I was unaware Matt. you might not believe this, but I was unaware that, that killing Hayes is suddenly on fire and he's somebody that I need to have on, on my radar. But now that I know that I'm going to put him on my radar and keep an eye on him over the next couple of games until we see what happens.
1: Yeah. I mean, again, he he's just as likely to have a horrible box score on Monday, but it, it is one of the first ones I'll be looking at when I hover over into the Pistons. Area of the scoreboard. I will be surprised if he does not have a horrible stat line tonight. <laughs> All right, we'll update that later this week. Steve, do you have anything else you want to hit before we get out of here?
2: Not that I can think of. I think I'm good.
1: Okay, that is going to do it for us. Then don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, on uh, Spotify, wherever you listen. Take a second to rate and review us as well. As you may know, we're here Monday through Friday every week throughout the regular season. Thanks, everyone, for listening and for watching live with us. Steve's holding up a five. I think that signifies the days of the week. Uh, Five days. Steve, thank you. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.